Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Monday. We're back to losing on Mondays. Remember Victory Monday a week ago? That was fun. So much for that. Packers dropping a heartbreaker to the Steelers, 23-19. Which, by the way, did anyone else think of the sanitation workers in Monsters, Inc.? We got a 23-19! Or was that just me? Yeah, that's where my head goes. Yes, I'm a father of three. Why do you ask? Well, of course, the big, huge breaking news prior to our, our start here is that the Packers have released safety in its gains and claimed Caillou Blue Kelly. I, I probably pronounced that wrong. Off of waivers from the Seahawks. So in his gains, had his three elevations from the practice squad, had his signing to the 53, played that one game, and is now cut. Uh, so a dude in his gains. Uh, hello to Mr. Kelly off of waivers. Uh, the Packers um, you saw some real green shoots on offense yesterday. Some frustrating moments on defense, but still had a chance to win the game and came up short. Um, one of the big bright spots from yesterday, I put him in the good and the good, bad, and the ugly, and I wanted to expand, expand a little bit on it today is Jaden Reed. Because after a game, you see a guy productive, you see a guy have a, quote, good game, you're like, yeah, he's good, blah, 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 blah. But you never really know until you go back and you look at the tape and what was on offer and what he makes available. I'm telling you guys, Jaden Reed is is developing very nicely, and he is taking that proverbial step within this rookie season of his to become you know a pretty reliable option for Jordan Love and for the offense in general to the point where I wouldn't be surprised if LaFleur starts drawing up stuff specifically for him in situations he probably already has, but more so. Uh, this kid is running uh, impressive routes. He is physical as hell, and he's working back to the quarterback, even on plays where the ball's not coming to him. He's working back to the QB in an effort to help his quarterback when things get off schedule, which is some next-level stuff, man. I'm telling you, this kid is exciting, and I hope he continues to get involved, get balls thrown his way. I know a lot of the narrative and the conversation right now is around Christian Watson. I understand it. I think Packers fans just got to be patient. I do not doubt for a moment that Christian Watson will be back producing big explosive plays and end zone celebrations and having a good time. Right now, it's just not clicking. It's just not working with uh, Jordan and Christian for whatever reason. And I think there are a lot of reasons. Um, but as I said on Twitter last night, I'll reiterate it here. Packers history is replete, resplendent with uh, examples of receivers, pass catchers in general, who, you know, showed signs of promise early, but did have up and down moments and frustrations with drops and a bad connection with the quarterback who went on to become very good players, if not great players. I know the, you know, the obvious example everyone kind of throws out is Devonte Adams, but there are many, many more. And there are guys who, who knows who were looking like they were on that way. And then they were injured or kind of fell off or were traded or cut or whatever. So I just want to preach when it comes to Christian Watson, I just want to preach patience. I, I don't dismiss for a moment how frustrating it has been uh, this season watching some of the fits and starts and not all of it on Christian. Like there have been times when he has been open. There are times when he's got guys beat and Jordan just misses them on the throw. 
you know, these are things that will come with time. It's hard to have that kind of long view in the game itself, right? When you're watching the game and you're seeing these drops or a missed throw or an interception, it's hard. I understand, but got to pull back, got to have that long view. And I do for uh, 1000% believe very much that Christian Watson will turn it around and become a very exciting, productive player for the Green Bay Packers. Like, and I know there's a lot of, a lot of talk out there about, oh, is he wide receiver one? I don't care if he's wide receiver 12. Like, he can be an important part of the offense. Call him whatever you want. Um, he can be a big-time playmaker in Green Bay, and I think he will be. Hello to everybody in the comments. So good to see everybody mixing it up. Hope you're all doing well. Got a bunch of people chiming in already, starting with Brian. What's up, man? Haven't been to Lambeau in four years. Flying to Appleton with my wife Saturday for the game. Any recommendations on food slash drink spots? Well, Brian, I would highly recommend you uh, enter into your search bar here on YouTube, Aaron Negler Green Bay, and you will find a video laying out my top things to do in the Green Bay area. Uh, that said, right here between you and me, um, I would definitely, if you if you like good food, I would check out Blue, which is a restaurant uh it, outskirts of green bay i guess you'd say uh blue b-l-e-u it's phenomenal uh if you're more uh looking for something rough and ready uh, you can definitely stay by the stadium uh any of the bars on offer there and of course as i always say gotta hit up crawls man don't listen to big b hit up crawls it, it is outstanding it is a transportation vehicle to a better time and it, it, the food is great the vibe is awesome. It reminds me of my grandparents. I love it to death. Got to check out crawls, man. Andrew, what's up? Green shoots on O. I love how you said green shoots. C-H-U-T-E-S. I, I love it. On O, D, same-ish, different day in the first half. Got us down and out early. Sheesh. Mixon is going to bust one soon. Need to get Watson in space by any means necessary. Go, Pack, go. I think that's all really on point, Andrew. I. I Completely agree with everything you just said there. No doubt about it. And the thing that the defense is so frustrating, like, yeah, the defense puts them in a bad spot when it allows these teams to march the field and get points early. Like, just once, can we get an opening drive where we just shut them down? You know, we, we don't acquiesce to whatever it is they want to do and maybe dictate for a change. I know this is never going to happen, but a man can dream. Vex, what's up, man? Find you someone who loves bad run defense and Joe Barry the way MLF does. What a joke of a rebuttal from him today. Oh, you know, I don't know, man. I Like, look, I do not doubt for a moment that Matt LaFleur knows what's being said about him and about Joe Barry and about their approach to the game and all of that each and every day from people like yourself and people like myself. But they have forgotten more football than we'll ever know. Like, you have to start there. There's a reason they're trying to do what they do. So I get where Matt's probably frustrated and probably tired of hearing it. You know, do I agree with everything he says or his approach? No, but I come from the spot of like the man does know more football, more about football than I ever will. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I don't I have a hard time calling Matt's rebuttal today a joke. Like, he's right. Guys need to execute. I would counter with, well, it's hard for them to execute when their safeties are lined up in the river. Like, can we try possibly 
which they did in the second half. But by that point, you know, the die was kind of cast. Um, maybe attacking on defense for once rather than letting these young quarterbacks get comfortable early in games. I mean, I'm just spitballing here. That's just me. Oh, and hey, if whoever sent Matt LaFleur my tweet last night wants to send him that clip, what I just said, that'd be great. I know you won't. Abdul, what's up? Hey, Aaron, how do teams like Texans with a rookie quarterback and head coach or Minnesota with a third-string QB and without their all-star wide receiver and no run game find success? Are they more talented, better coached, just plain lucky? Woo, Abdul, that is a very excellent question and one that I've been waiting for, actually. Um, they're in very different spots as programs, and there's little doubt that what Green Bay has done as far as how they've constructed the roster and how they've decided to kind of turn the page from their superstar quarterback to their young starter is very different than both of those situations, right? Um, both the Packers and uh, well, most NFL teams have very distinct programs, right? We all think about like our fantasy teams or how we construct, how we would do it. But you know, most teams have a very distinct program with how they want to acquire talent how they want to coach it up. And, you know, the Packers are very different from a lot of the NFL. Um, I would only look at something as simple as who, you know, you talk about Minnesota, right? Yeah, they have a guy, Dobbs, that they traded for, who has played a lot in the league as far as, like, been on a bunch of teams. He's some experience, right, in the league. A lot of different systems, played a lot of or seen a lot of ball. Um, look at the game yesterday, and who is the big star on the receiving end of things, it's TJ Hawkinson, who, how did the Minnesota Vikings acquire him? In a big trade, right? Uh, that's something the Packers will probably not do. That's not their MO. Uh, they want Luke Musgrave to grow into their their own version of TJ Hawkinson, right? Now, will that work? I don't know. But that's how they go about acquiring, developing talent. You know, other teams are a little more proactive, and surround quarterbacks with a very different type of supporting cast. The Packers made the determination post Rodgers, we're going to take our medicine salary cap wise because we have to at some point. While we turn the page, we're going to get ultra young on offense, which IE also means cheap. They are literally spending less money than anyone in the league on the offensive side of the ball this season. And we're going to let them grow and figure this shit out together. Whereas both of those guys, yes, Stroud is doing incredible stuff, no doubt about it. And it's not like he has world beaters around him, but he has a few more veterans sprinkled in than, you know, Jordan Love is dealing with. So every situation is different. Doesn't excuse it. It's very, it's excellent work. It's excellent work in those cities. They're doing great stuff. I'm not dismissing that. I'm just saying the Packers are in a very different situation. And I'll, I will only say what I have said both to my children and to Corey Banky, comparison is the thief of joy. I understand Packers fans or NFL fans in general look at other teams doing things and going, why can't we do that? Well, it's because this team has its way of working. This is their program. This is how they envision things for the future and, you know, at the present moment. And these Packers are, you know, starting out on a journey that hopefully brings them into a long-term window of contention. That's the Packers' way of operating. It's not how the Texans are operating. Certainly isn't how the Vikings operate. But in the present, they're getting good results. 
but that doesn't mean they're going to be contenders for a decade. The Packers are very concerned with being long-term contenders. In a way, not every team, but lots of other teams aren't. Lots of other teams think year to year. The Rams are the perfect example. We're going to do everything. We're going to mortgage it all. And we're going to hopefully go get a, you know, a Super Bowl, which they did. Now luck does play. You mentioned luck. Luck does play into it a little bit, right? I mean, Matt Stafford tried to throw it away in the NFC Championship game, and the defensive back for the 49ers dropped it. Ergo, they are in the Super Bowl. And then they won it. But now they're a total mess, right? And they probably will be for the foreseeable future. The Packers don't operate that way. Now, I know there's lots of Packers fans that wish they would, but they don't. This is your team. Uh, Riley, what's up? Guys, I know we're all frustrated, but I can feel that our offense is going to explode any moment. I get it, man. I feel it too. I'm not ready to say it's like 2016, right, where Rodgers said they're going to run the table because I don't think this team is running anything. But I do think this offense is really hitting its stride. And, I mean, you look at that game, that Chargers-Lions game, they're going to have to next week. They're going to need to be going up and down the field because that's a team in the Chargers that can can score on you quickly, early and often. But I'm with you, man. I, it does feel like they're in a good spot, and they're starting to really kind of hit it and understand it and work in you in concert together. Definitely. Johnny, what's up, man? I am baffled how the Packers made Najee look so fast. The director of the next Superman film should consider a consult from Joe Barry. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, it was hard to watch yesterday, man. It was hard to watch. Aaron, what's up, man? Solid to Green Bay. Do you think Lafleur fires Barry in season once we are officially out of it? No, no. I, I look. I this is not just you, buddy, but like everyone, seemingly has this idea that firings are going to take place in season, or guys are going to get cut or benched or whatever. It's not how they operate. And trust me, do I? Want Joe Barry as the long-term defensive coordinator in Green Bay? No, I do not. Do I think he's gone any time before the offseason? No, I do not. Do I think there's a chance he's gone in the offseason? There's a chance. There's a chance. Andrea, what's up? Thoughts on Tay Wicks? Really like his game so far. I love this kid. Uh, I put it on Twitter a couple weeks ago. I think it was like three weeks ago or so, uh, there has got to be a way to get him on the field more. And I don't care whose expense it's at. Like, Les Watson, fine. Les Dobbs, totally cool. Les Reed, uh, okay. <laughs> I love Reed. But, yes, kid is uh, doing the little things right. And I, I don't doubt for a moment that the more opportunities he gets, the more difficult it's going to be for the coaching staff to keep him off the field. Um, he's, you know, all he does is answer the bell. And I thought there was the play where it was it Jordan bought a ton of time. Great job at the offensive line, keeping it alive, giving him time to move around. Uh, and, and Wicks does a really good job of finding the hole in the zone for a big completion. And that is just each and every week. And what doesn't matter zone, it doesn't matter. Now I know he had that bad drop against Minnesota, but, you know, we talked about earlier with Watson, and these are the things young rookie receivers go through. I'm not – I'm the sky is the limit for Wicks. 
You know, I think the only thing that you can knock him for is the reason he probably fell in the draft is he doesn't have burning speed. And that's, <laughs> he'll fit right in in Green Bay. But yeah, no, he does everything well. And I think the more, like I said, the more opportunities he gets, yeah, it's going to, the harder and harder it's going to be to not have him on the field. Uh, Ed, thanks to the super chat, man. We are still a work in progress. Keyword is progress. If it was a Bears or Vikings, I'd be feeling differently. But how do you hate the Steelers? We have a Super Bowl trophy thanks to them. <laughs> yeah, I can't hate the Steelers. Uh, I love the Steelers, actually, as an organization, the history, everything. they The way they operate. I, Wayne brought it up on Carry the G Radio last week, which we'll be back tomorrow afternoon if you want to join us. Uh, but yeah, the, the franchises in Green Bay and Pittsburgh operate so similarly. Like as far as they don't fire coaches, they draft and develop, they think long term. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, no, I I got nothing but love for the Steelers, and yeah, beating them in the Super Bowl makes it a lot easier. Joe, what's up? Watson played seventy five percent of the snaps. Reed fifty one percent, and Wicks forty four. Those numbers need to change. It might take pressure off Watson until he turns things around. Couldn't agree more, Joe. That's what I was just talking about. Uh, yeah, need to get Reed especially on the field more. Johnny, what's up? Bring back Charles Lee. Oh, man, what a callback. Charles Lee. You know what's funny? I think I've told the story before, but if not, I was dating a girl back in 2000, early whenever Driver, Donald Driver was a rookie. And Charles Lee and Donald Driver had like a battle in training camp. And it was like, who's going to stick? And who's going to be the guy? Who, who's going to make it? And I and we had arguments because she was a huge Packers fan, and we had arguments about like planting our flag. Like I've kind of joked about this with Justice as far as like you got to plant your flag early because that's your guy. And I chose Charles Lee, and she chose Donald Driver, and she was right. <sighs> Didn't say the story had a happy ending. John, what's up? I haven't scored over 20 points since week two. Jones was out a lot of those weeks. What can we change to up the scoring? Also, Council in the Cubs uni is fire. Love you. John, I'm going to ignore that last part because it made me want to puke. Um, yeah, Jones was out a lot. And it's not like Jones got on track yesterday or anything. But I think getting Jones in the passing game, get involved in the passing game a little bit more will help things. And look, they got to be more efficient in the red zone. They've been bad. They started the season so hot when it came to the red zone and all their opportunities down there, and as of late, has not been going well, right? And I thought Matt's answer today was on point. Like, when you are, most teams that are effective in the red zone can run the ball well in the red zone. But it is small things. It's execution. You know, they have a walk-in probably touchdown in that screen if Runyon can even, like, pretend to block the linebacker. Um, but, yeah, I think if they run the ball a little bit better, those opportunities will turn into touchdowns eventually. I, I think they're, they've been close. Um, it's frustrating, no doubt about it. But it's not like they're not getting down there. They had plenty of opportunities yesterday that just happened to end up in field goals. But I think that will that dam will break soon. Mario, what's up, man? Love that Jordan showed promise and looked a lot more consistent throughout the game, except the end. Also, to add, I just want Watson to showcase some of that athleticism that we saw last season. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be put in position to do so. I'd love to see him on some of the shallow cross stuff that we saw him on last year, end arounds, things of that nature, get the ball in his hand and let him go. It's real easy to say that, though, and it's a whole lot harder to make it work as far as getting the right look defensively, not having them key on things. So 
yeah, I, I agree. Got to get the ball in his hand. No doubt about it. But again, I it, just got to have patience here. Definitely just got to show some patience. Ryan, what's up? Super off topic. Oh boy. But have you and Big Cat ever recorded together? Seems like it would be great content around one of the two games. Go pack. Ryan, that's really, really nice of you to say. Um, we have recorded together. I've been on Pardon My Take twice, and he was on a couple of times with me here at Cheesehead TV, but we've never done anything on the game. The problem, of course, is we both work for a living. Like I do watch party and he does everything he does on game day for Barstool. So yeah, we've you know, I've invited him to do it, and he's just always busy. And back in the day, he was, you know, always on the road or in their studio but now he lives in chicago so it's going to be difficult to make that happen in person but maybe we'll do something remote i don't know we'll see but it's nice of you to say ryan thank you eric what's up hey nags i wish barry was hired to be a position coach over a d coordinator i think he still brings value as a coach i just haven't focused on one group sadly i think that can't be done at this point that is so on point eric could not agree more i think you've absolutely nailed it in a super chat when it comes to joe barry I do think he brings value. I do think there are things that he can teach guys. And I think, especially at the linebacker position, that has been his kind of forte prior to arriving in Green Bay. I don't know for a moment that would be a good spot for him. But, you know, we've seen it throughout the league. The history of the league is littered with guys who were good position coaches, but bad coordinators or great coordinators, but bad head coaches. It's not a knock. It's you are who you are. And I'm with you, Eric. I think he could bring value as a position coach. I think he's a bad defensive coordinator. And I don't think they're going anywhere with him while he's calling the plays on defense. This is one man's opinion. But look, yeah, is it too far? Yeah, I mean, they're not going to demote him to, you know, linebackers coach or something. That's not going to happen. But I agree. That probably would be best. Bucky, what's up? Young team, but got better this week. Residuals from being in cap hell and bad draftees from 20 and 21 will plague us. All is fine. Just carry the G. Bucky, thank you so much for being a carry the G club member. I'm glad you brought up the bad drafts because I've seen that bandied about quite a bit. And it's very true. I'm not even denying it. But it's interesting that the folks who lead with that, I'm not saying you are, Bucky. I'm saying the people who use that as a, see how bad Brian Gutekunst is, kind of you know, trying to bludgeon people with it. Stop right there. So wait, the prescription is what? You need to draft better. What has he done these last two years? Sure looks like he's drafted better. I mean, they're early returns. I'm not saying anybody's arrived, but what exactly is the lesson you're trying to teach? Oh, the Packers got to draft better. Don't look now, but it looks like they're drafting better. Thanks for coming. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just funny. Michael, what's up? How do you feel about special teams this season? <laughs> oh, Michael. I mean, fine. I don't know. It's interesting that they gave Rich the bump in title, who maybe they gave him a raise. I don't know. But every week, it seems, I'm just like, what is this, you know, okay, so we've barely reached competence, I guess. But I don't get it when we're kicking shit out of bounds and we're getting PATs blocked. Like, this is basic shit. I'm not asking for the moon. I don't know, man. How do I feel about special teams? 
I don't know. Not good. How's that? I'd like to feel a whole lot better about it, but I don't. And look, I get some of it as a residual effect of the roster turnover, guys in and out, injuries, a whole lot of youth, especially that last part. But man, a lot of that shit happens in other towns where we don't have this clown car of inevitability on special teams. I don't know. I don't know, Michael. Accidental Hero, what's up, man? Haven't seen you in forever. How you doing? Andy Herman says, uh, uh, Runyon is by far the lowest rated player this season. Please explain why he gets snaps over Ryan, especially since Runyon's gone next year. Uh, Because he's a vet and he's assignment short and they trust him. End of story. I mean, you don't have to look much further than, you know, the Packers and Stenovich sending out Billy Turner on a bum knee over Yash Nyman, who had been playing for weeks on end in a playoff game. They like vets. They like guys who have done it. It's that simple. I wish I had a better answer for you. One more satisfying. There ain't one. That's it. John, what's up? With 12's injury, I'd be shocked if Salah got fired. Yeah, no, Salah's not getting fired. We all, as a collective here, kind of joke about the idea of Salah getting fired and Lafleur hiring him as his defensive coordinator because that's the dream, but dreams aren't reality. And they, that's that's definitely not going to happen. Andrew, what's up? On special teams, is Carlson kicking in the cold a concern? Not for me. Just kick it straight. I mean, look, you got to... PAT blocked yesterday, which uh, that's not the cold, right? Um, but the on field goals, he looks fine. He's gonna miss a few, probably hit a few, and figure it all out. I'm not worried about that. But I mean, he's clearly been told to like kick towards the corner. They're trying to like, I guess, pin the returner in the corner or something. But we've seen him be able to just kick it into the end zone. Just kick it in the end zone. Yeah, no, I, I mean, not yet, Andrew. Maybe we'll get into a cold game at Lambeau and. He'll miss hit one, and that conversation will begin. But right now, I haven't seen anything that was cause for concern. Brody, what's up? Will Stokes play again this season? Uh, yeah, there's a good chance. I know Lafleur did say when they placed him on IR that there was a you know they expected him back this year uh, after the hamstring injury <laughs> on his four plays in Denver. Uh, but once you're placed on IR, you have to miss four games. So. I think another week or so he should be ready to come back or at least start practicing. And then they can open up the 21 day window of whether to bring him back or not. Um, But yes, he can return. Absolutely. And I think he will at some point. We shall see. All right, everybody. I got to get going. I cannot thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.